fabradiointernational.com. Somewhere in space, this may all be happening right now. An adventure unlike anything on your planet. The story of a boy, of a boy, a girl, and a universe. It's a big, sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle, light years ahead of its time. It's an epic of heroes and villains and aliens from a thousand worlds. A billion years in the making. Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. and welcome to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International with me Mike Royce Martin Unsworth hello and Shauna Askew Starburst Shauna Greetings. is back she's back and and she's actually quite sober she's been drinking but she's sober just about yeah you know how it is you got to make the most of it haven't you <laughs> don't breathe so much on it you'll you melt the uh, microphone so it's been a it's been a very 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 busy and uh, I would say successful week for Starburst. It's been amazing. Yeah, it's not been too bad at all, has it? It's uh, the latest issue went on sale at the end of last week. Yeah, issue four eleven. Yeah, which is all about Avengers: Age of Ultron. Indeed, and it's flying off the shelves. It is. It looks like it could be one of the best selling issues we've ever had, and it's selling out in some shops. So, and I'm not just making that up. It actually it's is. It's not so. hyperbole. It's how do you spell that? It's it's spelled like hyperbole. Yeah, but but seriously, um, yeah, it's it's literally selling like hotcakes. So if you haven't got your copy, you need to get to W H Smiths, or you need to get. Uh, online and yep. order it direct off and, and get one of our wonderful wraparound covers. Or if you're a which very wraps sp- all around the magazine. Oh, we really don't have to. <laughs> Apart from that. the been, bit that you open, we've been through well, yeah, this. No. We've been through That's this. Week. Well, we well, lying then, aren't you? We no. absolutely you do not have to explain. It goes around that, three sides. It, yeah, it's, it's an omnipresent. That's cover. easy for you to say, Shauna. But I will say this. I will say this. We've. Um, you do need to get it because it's a lo- it's got a lovely cover. Um, Both covers are absolutely stunning. Well, there you go. And collector's edition is available from us. Yep, it's very good. Stabbersmagazine dot com. Indeed. So so there you go. Because we're we're Age of Ultron, Avengers Age of Ultron is about to come out. It's it's imminent. Yes. And we're there. And um, like like uh, you would expect, we do the shitbag shuffle and we disappear uh, just before it gets released in case it's rubbish. And that's never going to happen with this one, I think. No. It's not going to bomb, is it? It's Joss gonna... Whedon is doing a sequel to the Avengers movie that he did in which he knocked it out of the park. Yeah, With Everybody the same cast loved. back and even more. Made so. more money than you could ever count. Could you not count it? 
Well, if you had it in front 1. of you, 2 it, billion. It, it would take you a while to count. Sorry, it. Iron Man will build something that can count that much. If, if I'll be honest with you, it's a, not not if there was um, a, a a billion dollar bill, it wouldn't take long, would it? Yeah, but how big would they make that? Is he a superhero? Excuse me, excuse me, dollars are all here's the thing. Just want to clear this up. He's got a mullet. Billion dollar bill. Seriously. That's like a wrestling name. And, and, and you should be thinking along these these lines. Well, the thing is, big swag um, bag. American money, UK money, UK money. We have different notes, like the fifty, the twenty, the ten, the five, all different sizes. So that if you're blind, um, you know which note is which. When you're paying for, you're giving a twenty quid note for something that's two quid. You know that you're getting a, fifth, a tenner and a fiver back. In America, all the notes are exactly the same money, oh, yeah. and they don't care. Well, as long as it's in the If pocket, you're blind, it doesn't matter. You should have died. Are they not, <laughs> that sounds about right. Are they not um, bumpy or anything like the no. pa- pavements? Well, what you I'm sure you've been... You get to the edge of the pavement and you're been, like, oh, it's you all like rubbing? my feet. Is that what you like, rubbing? No, I get Notes. really annoyed, right? If, you, I, if I'm trying to cross the road, which is quite a lot because I don't have a car, so I'm often... You don't cross the, the road, Shauna. You wait at this, that, on the pavement while we all cross the road and we have to wait yes. for half an hour. That, no, no, I'm not knocking you. I'm Should just saying that's what happens. Yeah, but I'm, so I'm stood there. This is why it annoys me even more. Oh, so I'm dear. stood there waiting and I'm like, ah, my feet. Uh, if I'm not wearing my Doc Martens, which are quite nice and thick, mm. if I'm wearing Converse, I can okay. feel all the individual bumps on the pavement for the blind people. Well, that's that's all right, isn't it? They're all right if they're worn down a bit, but these new ones they put in, oh, they're very, they're like spiky on my feet, and it makes me so, not want to stand there. That's the difference between a normal feet. car and my car. You can feel all the bumps. We're in a normal car, shock absorbers take no, it all not off. Bumps. I mean the little, you know, the little what? Them little, they're a bit like ping pong balls or golf balls. What is she talking? What, what, what is she? Ra- I don't know the. What are you term. talking about? They're like little paving st- slabs with bumpy bits. I don't know what you mean. But the new ones no are one knows sharp what you mean. Okay, that's the uh, the ones they put out. they put so tramps can't sleep on it. No, they don't. Oh, tramps the tramp don't spikes. The, green man the tramp spikes that everybody thinks, oh, you shouldn't have the tramp spikes until you've actually oh, yeah, you got tramps be. outside your house, in which case you think, yeah. um, how do you get these tramp spikes? Yeah. I'm just saying, that's it. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying they're right or wrong, I'm just saying that I know some people that if they suddenly had a lot of tramps outside the house, they, they might be looking for them on eBay. Yes. Um, like um, I say, where I'm happy, where I got the thing from Change dot org, that every single time something like Jeremy Clarkson or whoever something yeah. outrageous happens, where they think, oh, where's, where's the public zeitgeist, and they try and stoke a bit of outrage, and they uh, they send you a uh, petition and get you to uh, sign it, so that then all of a they, sudden they it's gone you out. To sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the one I got off the tramp spikes, I thought, well, this is fine, and I don't mind signing this one. But as long as uh, we all agree, if all of us that sign this petition agree to have a homeless person, um, s- allow them to sleep in our back garden uh, for a couple of days once a month just to help out. Yeah. And, and if everybody agreed to that, I'd agree to that and I wouldn't have a problem with it. Um, oh, they don't want to sign it now? No. Oh, dear me. And tramp spikes can... can Carry on. Yeah, they're, they're actually all right. Yeah, they? of course they are. They are when they, yeah, it's the it's they the get thing. used to it. They're comfortable. 
Trump Tr- ramps. Trump we we we've do. Got Trump ramp. We've got a Trump ramp. It's not as bad as she makes out, actually. The door to Moonbase Alpha. It's less Alpha. violent than the Trump's back. Right. The door to our HQ, Moonbase Alpha, um, we were getting some people that were thought that our step was a really, really great place to uh, let the, the winter months fly by, and uh, we couldn't get in. So our door goes out, and uh, the, the step is no longer sitable yeah. upon they still try. Oh, yeah, yeah, they try, but I again, I just throw them into the middle of the road, so it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just end up falling into the... Uh, well, mm. um, sort of joking. Yeah. Depends what type... Depends uh, what sort of day I've had done it. Well, anyway, we, God, we've got away with ourselves here, haven't we? Um, yeah, we, you're listening to Starburst Radio. Start again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd do that, that little... If I had the sound effect, I'd do it. Um, uh, you're listening that's one to put in on the podcast. Oh, I know I will. You're listening to Starburst Radio, the official radio show for Starburst Magazine, the world's longest-running sci-fi horror fantasy mag um, and of I've cult set, entertainment. Uh, yeah, well, the world's longest-running mag of cult entertainment. But I just thought I'd throw that out there. You know the special those, edition. Yeah. You know, like the uh, catalogs that have like tables in an office supplies and underwear. I saw one knocking around before. But yeah. Do you think there's a catalog that they send out that's just a whole? Like tramps, ramps, and tramp spikes. All I don't. I've no. I've not seen them tramp spikes in anything. But it'd be good. I don't even know what they're called. Is there a name for them? Well, maybe there's all types. We need a catalogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not just send dodgy catalogues that get them. Well, they can send them as well. But okay, tell you what. This is early on. Early on, on for an email. Um, The the rat king. It's the the tramp ramp. The rat king. um, I would love to come in and plug my book. Okay, Rat King, I yep. suggest that maybe you need to sit in a dark room, you know, and, uh, and have and a think about it. your life a little bit. Uh, uh, yes, we'll we give the email out then. Yeah, we'll so do they, that. So people yeah, can yeah. get involved. So, so other people besides the Rat King can um, email in. What's the Rat King up to, though? What's he all about? He might be a regular listener. No, he's, well, I don't care. He's not, he's not plugging... He's not plugging... He's not plugging anything on our show. Rat King book. No, Sorry. There you go. It turned out he's an advertiser or something, won't it? Yeah. But what can I say? Yes. Um, please get on Twitter. Yeah. Which is at uh, starburst. Sorry, at starburst underscore mag. Yeah. Or you can email in at studio at fabradiointernational dot com and tell us what's been going on, and we will we will try and answer some of your questions and problems, and or yeah. discuss anything that we're talking about, or suggest something we should be talking about, or just tell us to um, go away and not just bother you t- again. You tell know, us to I get on know. with it. Yeah, get on with it. This is it. Um, also, yeah, as we've already said, there is a new issue out. You need to get that. It's the Avengers. It's four eleven. You can also get the digital. Version the from digital. What's a digital? D- d- I did, does. It's a special, special. Do you know what what you're supposed to do if you are with somebody on a radio show when they balls up? You're supposed oh. to smooth it over so that nobody fucking notices. All oh, right. Um, and not put it out so yeah, everybody does. Yeah, that. That, that's kind of like the 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 other way of dealing that's with the situation. That's not the way I do things, is it? Yeah, not really. No fucking hell. It's, gone, <laughs> it's, it's twenty past nine, and and uh, we've not done a thing. Um, so yes, digital edition on Magster. You can also just check out and download our app on iTunes, and then sort of that's it. Coming up, we're going to deal with loads of news, and we're going to deal with lots of stuff. Um, yeah, oh, and uh, Ben Ben Kingsley's been uh, a bit busy promoting his uh, 
his new movie this yeah. week. He's, yeah, he's had a very successful... You're out at the end of the week, yeah. Yeah, very successful interview. Yeah. yeah, he's had a very successful interview in the Think the Guardian, which has gone a little bit to its up, but there you oh, go. That's... Not that I, I love um, sticking the boot in on the on the miserable little slaphead, but... No, no, you know. it's never been mentioned on here before, has it? No, I, um, I thought it'd be a change. Yeah. thought we'd have a look at what a real actor gets up to. But as you mentioned iTunes, there's been some very interesting developments yes. with them this week, haven't there? as we said, best-selling issue we've had, and then all of a sudden, come uh, just entering into uh, beginning of the week, we started, we've been climbing on the iTunes chart for oh, quite some time. So. Yeah. Uh, the podcast of this radio show is obviously available a couple of days after we've done the live show, and it goes out on iTunes, and there is a chart that's a worldwide chart of podcasts, TV, movies, and we were... The top is exactly what you'd expect. It's all pretty much the big boys and slash film who've been doing a podcast for forever, basically, and they, uh, they, they've they been around for a long Matt time. Matt Yeah, Matt Commode is obviously number one, and he's even got a show that's kind of about how to make movies, which is quite interesting, because he doesn't make movies. No. He talks about people that make movies. He should so have one about how to coiffure your hair. Maybe. He'd be alright on that, wouldn't he? Yeah. But, but I'd listen to that. I was thinking about that today, actually. I mm. went to the hairdressers, and you know how they're like, Oh. And you said you wanted a haircut like Mark Commode. No, yeah. but you know they're like, oh, are you going on holiday um, this year? Or, oh, uh, what are you doing today? And these kind of things. I was like, this sounds so fake. So I always ask them things back and get into weird conversations. And everyone else is just You there. get into weird conversations? Yeah. That's unheard of. Well, this is, I, I go to Can't the cheap real. places. I go to the, the student places that are cheap. <laughs> so you're there and there's all these different, um, what are they called? Dressing table things mirror and a bit of a shelf yeah the things that, the, things. that they use you yeah. do know that you're, you're a girl don't you you're supposed to be telling us I, about I, this I yeah well, these well i don't know we don't go to these do we no it's not do, like do they three, ask you for something for the weekend three, what? three three mirrors it's like it's a mirror on each side in the middle of the room anyway there's a probably so you can about, see the back of your head i think no there's like 10 chairs and things anyway um i can see them opposite and, and along and no one's talking to them and so I think they're all listening to my weird conversations. It's like a bit like a podcast. Oh, really? And, um, so, so you do so just need so to I, mic it I, up then. I was then. chatting to this guy and I was like, oh, uh, oh yeah, I really like podcasts. Um, do you listen to any podcasts? Because the guy was like, I was like, oh, have you seen any good films lately? He's like, oh, no. I went, oh, I did see Fifty Shades of Grey, he said. Like, oh, okay. Talked about that for this a is a while. guy you're talking yes. about, yeah? Oh, then, oh just thought I'd check. But he was in a hairdresser. Yeah, thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what was okay. weird, though? Um, it was like, well, there's um, this this Netflix as if it's this new uh, thing. Have you seen it? The way he was talking about it was if it's this new thing, and that you can uh, watch films and it's it, it God, sounds this, like this guy quite sounds good. a nightmare. It's the yeah. thing of the future. So it sounds anyway, like thought, well, such a dick. If he didn't have time for films, he must be like a TV addict. So I was like, oh, so you've been watching any t- good shows? Like, oh no, I don't really watch anything. So I was like, oh, uh, this wasn't how the conversation went I, I, I peppered it throughout with different things because I, I, I felt like I was you know Spanish inquisition in him a bit but mm. and nobody expects the Spanish no. inquisition no. I felt da, like da. I was showing him up to be boring but he probably thought I was boring just watching all this TV and he's like oh well I just go out all the time I was like what like every day and he's like I sound like a right you, bitch you, don't I you go out was, every day I was just but you very come shocked so. he's like oh yeah I'm trying to save up I was like how can you save up if you go out every day 
But I'm yeah, very but critical, aren't I? But I've anyway. Seen, I've seen this in action, though, with a poor guy that came from the printers to calibrate the monitors. Oh, <sighs> and he's, he's <laughs> like, oh, what, what, are you do, what are you doing for Halloween? Oh, nothing, really. I why why not? Subject of Halloween and you've got kids. As well. Yeah, and you've got kids, have you? Oh, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. And what are you doing with a kid? I don't It'll know. I guess. think twice next Halloween, I, won't he? I guess yeah. they're uh, spreading they're they're joy all around. Oh, oh, I yeah. watched a good episode of The Addams Family today. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's all about Halloween. Yeah, I thought you didn't like the Adam Sandler. You're a monsters girl. No, I like both. I'm watching the Adam Sandler. Oh right, you moment. told me you didn't like the because no, I, 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 I told you no, you did. You said you didn't like the Adam Sandler. You liked the monsters no, when I, I really first met the you. Monsters. I said I've not seen the Adam Sandler for years. Right, I've seen well, I, some, but I've got them on DVD and rewatching them all. Now. I told you the month oh, the Adam's family was great. It's brilliant. I'm going to have to referee here in a minute. It's brilliant. No, so it was the Halloween episode. I still think the monsters is, is yeah. slightly better though. Yeah, but I've, I'm, I'm on the Adam's family at the moment. It causes reactions though. You start uh, going on about which is better with I, people. I didn't mention this to the hairdresser. I can't imagine what he would. Have <laughs> no, said. I mean I can imagine you left this one out. Jeez, yeah, but, but we got on the um, subject of Halloween. I had a good. Um, you you steered it wait, to oh, Halloween. I'll just get onto the bit why I started going on about the hairdresser. Yeah, go on then. Um, I said, oh. Uh, do you like podcasts? <laughs> and he's like, so he might listen to them on the train or whatever, oh, back wow. and forth, because if he's one of these hip guys who goes I bet out he doesn't the time, even know what it, it is. Can I, can well, I just say, he's seen, can, can I say, we've already cleared Ooh. up he's not a hip guy because well, he's seen Fifty Shades of Grey. And he doesn't know what Netflix is. There are quite a few alarm bells on that he's yeah, not a hip no, guy no. from, yeah. yeah. I did make him laugh though, because, and the, the serious teacher guy as well, because they put this coat on you. Like a thing, so the hair didn't get all over you. I never mm. had a black one. I had a white one on, and it had like these buttons there. And I did this with my arms. I went, "Oh, a straight jacket!" Ooh, and I moved around, <laughs> and I made them laugh. That would make I them said, laugh. Why have you given me this white one? What does that mean? Yeah, and they were pressing that oh, little button great. under the desk. At first, I said, "Oh, I'm a mad scientist," but then later on, I folded my arms. I thought, "Ooh." Yeah. There we go. They're also great. This is why we don't let her out. Well, no, no, no but you can't. You don't understand because the students, it takes about two and a half hours or three hours to get one inch off your hair. So I've got to entertain myself. No one's talking. It's dead quiet with weird 90s music. Worth it because it's only £12. Weird 90s music. Yeah, but. <laughs> from such a long so, time ago. All this crazy I stuff. I asked him about Halloween. Because what am I meant to say? It's like he's like, oh. Holidays. I'm like, oh, Halloween. That's a holiday. And I said, oh, so if you go out all the time, did you uh, did you dress up at Halloween? He was like, no, I don't really do Halloween. I went, oh, why? You're missing out. This is, I've got an idea. There's a whole new of a world out there. You should dress up every Absolutely, single day next week is. as Halloween to make up for the lost years. <laughs> is that like God getting your Christmas presents from people that you've not seen for a while? I guess I don't know. There's these sad people out there. Got these lives that. Anyway, some of them have. Ed, Ed, Ed Fortune on Twitter. Oh yes, as a uh, as chipped him. That's he his, indeed. With his, uh, he's here. He's with us. He's with us in in soul and the heart. Uh, paving stones for the blind are called tactile flagstones. See, Ed knows what I'm on about. Tactile flagstones. Yeah. What? I still yes, don't get what they pointy. are. Well, Ed um, tweeted us earlier on as well. Oh yeah, he did, didn't he? He's created a Starburst podcast bingo card. Yeah, in Mark the, Two, because yeah. we D- already had one, had one a few um, weeks ago, didn't yeah. we? Mm. Yeah, Demonics. This one doesn't have visuals though, but I think anyone can create one on this website. But so this this one, I believe it, it generates a random one, so that you've all got different bingo cards. Oh, yeah, God, nice. I think that's the. I think that's that, the that's thing. the o- that's the only sort of. Ex- 
addition to the yeah. the, the format. The peas are on it. I know, yeah, that's good, isn't it? We mentioned that you once. You got that. It's a classic episode, now, I, isn't I'm, it? I'm, I'm pract- practically like uh, Paul Newman now with my own food product. I know. Do you know what? We're going to have to go for a break in a minute. Um, I suggest that when we go for a break, we have a think about possibly trying to do a little bit, bit of news, a little bit of news, and try and find out what's going on in the world, and then we'll we'll try and fit some stuff in before Re- Rebecca Forskin takes over and uh, does what she does best yes. which is kind of talk a little bit weird the fear of the year is here dr black and mr hyde a monster he could not control have taken over his very soul a screaming demon rages inside turning him into mr hyde an unstoppable black superman super strong supernatural and super bad his punch can topple a skyscraper. His kick can split the earth in two. More destructive than an earthquake. Mightier than a tidal wave. A one-man disaster area. Dr. Black and Mr. Hyde. When you're seeing what ain't, you're looking at a haint. Shot full of lead and he still ain't dead. Jump back, Jack, for your skull is cracked. Dr. Black and Mr. Hyde. Starring Bernie Casey, Rosalind Cash, Stu Gillum. Directed by William Blackella Crane. Dr. Black and Mr. Hyde. Rated R under 17, not admitted without parents. So bring your mama, she'll like it too. Starburst Magazine, the world's longest running magazine of cult entertainment. Available from a newsagent near you or download to your tablet today. Across the world, 24 hours a day. This, this is Fabrician International. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International, the official radio show of the world's longest-running magazine of cult entertainment. I'd love it if someone did an unofficial one. No, because then we'd be on the back. We'd be on the back. It depends what it'd be like. If it was really, really, really shit and it made us look professional, I'd probably go, okay, let them get on with it. Let them get on with it. As long as they're flogging the maggots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you imagine if they'd probably do a better job? That's the bit that'd hurt. If if I listened to it and it was good, we'd have to go then. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's bad enough as it is. It's difficult, isn't it? But, <laughs> yeah, we're talking about these tactile flags, and I had a, had a little think about it, and this is supposed to be so that blind people can can realise, oh, I'm at the crossing now, and I'm at the edge of the road, and the crossing's there. That's great. And that's all well and good, but I see this. If they uh, do work and um, blind people go, oh, this is a great thing, well, there are plenty of places on the outlying areas of the UK and certainly in other countries if they go abroad or wherever, and uh, they're not going to be there and so they're going to be getting used to these tactile flags and then as I say they're going to be uh, walking across the uh, walking and walking and walking working oh yeah no I'm alright uh, the tactile flags are not here I've, I can't feel anything that's great and all of a sudden it's the final destination bus arrives yeah yeah. if you see what I mean straight out of so nowhere I don't, I don't think they're a great <laughs> idea then anyway but uh, yeah and to be clear I wasn't saying we shouldn't have them at all just the, the the ones the new ones around near where I live they're a bit too pointy and sharp on my feet. Yeah, well, they just, no, it's not going to take. Well, so so basically, they've put the they've moved the tramp spikes and they've put yeah. them on they've put them next <laughs> to the the crossing. All the ones they've had to move. They've that's only the thing, isn't it? Down a little bit. But anyway, yeah, Ed Ed did um, 
it was talking about stuff here. Is it? Is, is this not the stuff that he was talking about on Twitter? I think he probably has. He's probably just sent it to both so that because uh, uh, yes. he knows yes. how lax I can get on Twitter. But, uh, he's saying is um, Spielberg's a good choice for. What do you make of Spielberg to direct Ready Player One, um, the book? It's quite good. Arguably, Diamond Age. He's saying. Uh, he says he's a good choice for a story about a dystopian future where everyone is addicted to virtual worlds and obsessed with an esoteric treasure hunt. Oh, that sounds interesting. I've yeah. heard of it. But before, he's, uh, yeah. he's probably going to put some sort of kid story in there, isn't he? So. Mm. Thanks to Ed, I've ended up joining this bloody thing, right? That um, it's what, the Magic Mystery- the Gathering? No, not Magic the Gathering. No, oh. the mi- Mystery Package um, Company. And. Not everyone gets accepted either. They've, I've known mm-hmm. somebody who's applied for it and they've just knocked them back and said no, which is weird. Cause, you have to pay for it? Yeah, you, you pay for it down the line, but they send they start sending you stuff and then your life starts getting involved in this quest to go and sort something out. Oh, I don't like the sound of that. That's too much effort. You get a box and stuff arrives and it's Ooh, all mystery stuff. That can be good. Though. Oh no, that's what I mean. We oh. had a box arrive today. Yeah, we did. We're going to get into that in a minute. We've got another email. Denge. Music oh, is. No, 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 no. <laughs> Upbeat this. I say oh. we're on a roll at the moment. Music is better. Music is better than what? Better than us talking. The normal, he, he means. means. You know, there's, a, there's an implicit that it's usually shit, but today but it's, it's, not, it's, it's all a little film bit better. music. But, but anyway, oh no, well, he's, he's, he's happy though. So Maybe because it's thing, not Daft Punk. It? Oh, Gary Fallows is saying, so you have Steve Berry, it's Clarkson next. No. <laughs> we were discussing this in the office uh, ad nauseum uh, before we came down, where I'm, I'm kind of not on the, uh, I'm not on the, oh, let's get Clarkson. Uh, sort of mob because I kind of think that maybe twatting uh, little guys uh, who just because you haven't got a stake at the end of your hard day filming your your uh, million pounds a year salaried job that maybe you may yeah you shouldn't have maybe punched him in the fucking face but I'm just saying smug anyway. Tory um, bastard so there we go uh, yeah I'm not saying that you know Tories aren't welcome on the show. They they kind of are. I I, I yeah. uh, I've got lots of things I can do to Tories. Yeah. At this point, I'll just put a load of violent noises if it's the podcast. <laughs> Um, You're not going to say some of my best friends are Tories. No, no, no. <laughs> Actually, no. One of my best friends is a Tory, um, a working class Tory. They're the worst kind. Oh um, God. Uh, But but never. Oh no, we don't bring politics into this this show. Oh no, it's either. a politics free um, show. Yeah, don't just you know no politics in this show as long as you don't vote Conservative. Yeah. Um, we leave we leave you alone. Um, joking. <laughs> you don't know. I might be a Tory. I might be just making it up. Yeah. Like the it's time when I, I protested that, and said it was a black guy, yeah, it so, didn't wash because the the picture was on the radio station yeah. website, but <laughs> but it didn't matter. See, someone started giving me grief over stuff, going, "Oh, don't use this term or whatever term," and I went, "You don't know, I'm not a black guy." And 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 Chris, Chris went, "No, he kind of does know you're not a black guy." Yeah. yeah, you could be Fisher Stevens on your day off. Yeah, indeed. So yeah, we have got that. What about news? I talking about you know slap heads. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
Jonna says, oh, this picture's just come out, Jesse Eisenberg. So um, oh, yeah. just getting ready for the show, and, and we see we see him. He looks a bit odd, bald, doesn't he? Yeah. I said this at the yeah. time when he got the gig. He's going to look a bit odd, bald. He hasn't, he hasn't got and that he sort of face to suit it. They might it? Have, we're just not used to it, though. It's like when people get a new haircut, you've got to get used to it. But I thought maybe they'd do something different with him and... Like they've got him quite young. They could have put like tattoos on his head. Some people need hair, which is unfortunate if they actually do lose it and it's not their fault. But well, well, he might change it. Gene Hackman had a toupee in Superman. Maybe like Lady Gaga. Yeah, they made it, but that was a bit lame. They get they they basically saying, look, the fact is Lex Luthor being bald is part of his persona. It's as simple as Mm. that. Like Clark Kent wearing the glasses. But we've got to do it. Um, Oh, he did, and then Super. Oh, there's a number. There are a number now. The the here is the the ginger Lex Luthor. Here's the story. First of all, in th- there are different versions of his origin. In the really lame Silver Age version, which which wasn't great, is him and Superboy knew each other, and then Superboy saved um save saved the day with this criminal or whatever, and then there was some gas released, and it caused Lex Luthor's hair to fall out, and then from that moment, because <laughs> his hair fell out because of because of some uh, big, from that day see that sc- yeah on the big screen from that day forward. He he literally hated Lex Luthor. Uh, he hate Lex Luthor hated yeah. Superboy because he'd made his hair fall out. He let and one go and his hair. Now fell out. here's the problem: the you then have these big epic stories, and they can be as epic as anything, and everything's you know hardcore. But it's based on a grudge because he made his hair fall out, and that seems but, that I'll, doesn't I'll seem quite as deep. If as, that as happened the, to me, you'd get, be my enemy for life. Yeah, so. but, but but the thing the thing that get that they've done the new the newer version that DC did was he's a businessman. And he's the head guy in Metropolis. He's the big guy, the guy that everybody looks up to. All of a sudden, Superman turns up and everybody's looking to him. And all of a sudden, his nose is pushed out of joint. And you can easily see why an egomaniac business type would go after him with a vengeance. And that's a lot more believable than, oh, you made me hair fall out. Especially when you can get hair transplants these days. Yeah. Anything I know. that rich? That could be yeah. the opening scene, couldn't it? Get but, his hair uh, transplant. Maybe then... it would. It wouldn't take. Yeah, but it's 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 one of them things, it's isn't it? Stylish I mean, hats these days. Um, it could be just like Duncan Good, you. In the comic oh. books, they he had a son, Lex Luthor Junior. They had a story where Lex died of cancer, and it turned out later on, as everybody sort of suspected at the time, this son that's just suddenly turned up with an Australian accent, a big mane of red hair like he used to have, yeah, um, was kind of obviously Lex Luthor um, himself, and he had he had his brain stem and brain and everything else transplanted out of his body just after he died and then they made a clone and they put the uh, that into him and with the clone they worked at some of the gene deficiencies and went you're not having the bald gene you're not having this gene and but um, they made him ginger and they made him well he's, he was ginger anyway oh yeah you're right you mean they'd get rid of that gene but hey, in america it's not seen as a problem though that's seen as what well, well, like david seen. caruso yeah exactly no he's he's seen as a, a, a sex symbol is he? Yeah, he was anyway. First five minutes. No, he was. Horatio Kane, you want to be him, don't you? Not really. When he he's putting his hands on his hips and he does the pose Gla- and he gets the glasses on and off. Glasses off. Well, the yeah. glasses come off um, to make a big speech. He'll go, "Yes, Martin, but when when I get finished with you, you won't be seeing the light of day or some weird shit like that." Then he'll look at you. Then he'll turn his head away, put his glasses on, and he's off doing his. Uh, 
he's off to take you down then for the rest of the episode then at the end of the episode he'll come over to you the glasses will come down and he'll deliver the final denouement of uh, something like uh, you should have known better Martin this was your comeuppance blah 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 and then he wanders off and puts the glasses back on yeah and cue the who yeah exactly that's a format isn't it yeah works every week week in week out yeah oh god a decade a decade he played that role yeah go on then that's all right is that still going no it's been cancelled but 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 everything gets cancelled when it ends doesn't it so that doesn't mean a negative thing star trek got cancelled yeah but that was a negative thing yeah that was yeah but no csi miami's good it's a laugh i don't mind them it was like they're good for dipping into oh is that it that's a sexual innuendo no for once it wasn't it was (laughs) it absolutely was dipping in and out oh you didn't say in and out oh dipping into you said yes oh right Um, episodic TV without a massive convoluted story arc that makes your head hurt when you've had a long day uh, doing a lot of work it's good I like to sit down and occasionally I'll be like I don't want to think tonight and you can just put something like CSI on yeah. and just watch a mystery for 45 minutes and not have to worry about some subtle nuance you missed 15 episodes ago like yeah. you know <laughs> yeah I'm a big fan of uh, Criminal Minds so that's that's mm. similar I've not seen that. Yeah, it's worth worth checking out. Uh, you see, there's a lot of these sort of things on. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying that I'd sit through the whole 22 years of Law and Order or however long it's no. been on. It's about 22 seasons that's been going. But I do I do like CSI and uh, CSI Cyber's just started. All right, and it's quite good. What, and what, that's got who's on? Ah, right, right. Bet guess which one it is. Boris Bear in mind, it's about it's about the globe, the world, all under threat with cyber cyber criminals, and they're a specialized unit of the FBI that go out and try and find them and shut them down. Yeah, my so generation. No, no. Five fifteen. I can see for miles. I can see for miles and miles. I can see for miles. It's very good. It works yeah, as well when the when the credits come up. It's pretty good. Rosanna Arquette um, and what's his face Vander Vander Beek or whatever his bloody name oh, is from uh, Dawson's Creek. Dawson. Yeah, Dawson's in it, and some others. Say, so, I know that's a bit sweeping generalisation. <laughs> I don't know him. I mean, the guy, the guy, the guy who was that, in that's the cast list. Right. Oh, look, he's not a great review. This look, but it's sort of like starbursty stuff. This. This is a well, CSI you could say show. Spoilers. So oh, seriously. Get it by doing that. Seriously, yeah. they're doing they're doing hologram uh, autopsies where the bodies are elsewhere and they're doing a, a, a like a, an autopsy with the holographic image that's being projected from there, like the holodeck. Yeah. So so, so no, it's clearly starburst tackle this show sadly well but it's just, it's just the tech that they use in these sort of things is our oh our yeah realm, yeah yeah it? So yeah technically the the way they can i want use their photoshop. version of photoshop <laughs> oh their version of photoshop's brilliant if i'd have had that i wouldn't have spent 120 hours on a restoration project that's got a little bit out of hand but you will all see the benefit of yeah in an issue about to be 
put together in about two weeks. We're putting the ginger hair back on Lex. Yeah, yeah that's it. I'm doing it follicle by follicle. <laughs> you know, Stand I, at a time. A but, very but, important but, thing but with Jonah, can I just is... stop at can I stop at his head though? Yeah, we don't oh. need any curlies. <laughs> Yeah, do you think he has like a really like hairy chest to make up? I wasn't going on about his hair. He was talking about crab honest. ladders and all that. Yeah, I, I, I like gone, villains. In I'd gone further down. Really crazy hair. Collars like, and cuffs. Like in Van Damme films. Yeah. So I'd, it's no good if the bald. I don't mind a, a bald headed guy, but. What about bald other things? Yeah. But as a villain, often, all of them. I want them what, to all have of them? Even Duncan Goodhue. I don't know. See, who our these American people are. listeners. You keep yeah. talking about all these people I don't know. Oh my God! Who is he? He's not from the 1920s. Duncan Goodhue. He's, he? he's, a, he's a swimmer. Why would that's I know got a alopecia? Swimmer? What do you mean? Why would I know a swimmer? That's like me saying, "Why that would I know point. David Beckham? I don't like football. Point. I know him because um, he's pop culture." Is he a swimmer? Who? David Beckham. Oh, I don't. probably. No, what um, are you doing? Ha- no, he makes whiskey. Actually, hmm. he makes whiskey. You know, um, personally, does it? Yeah, we've, we've yeah. caned a bottle he's of it in the office. Is in Batman versus Superman or is it the other way around? Who is? Ba- Batman versus Superman. Who is? Lex Luthor. David Beckham. That slapped. Oh, right. With the stunt double. She's trying to rail it back now. Right. Yeah, Jesse so, Eisenberg. Yes, right. Eisenberg. Oh, Him. God. 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 God, God. Um, Sorry, I, right. Has it said anywhere that that's who he is? Because it might have been switched around. That might be Aquaman and he's more streamlined. No, it's not. No. It's Jason Momoa might the, be Lex Luthor. This is uh, big Jesse. And powerful. The Jesse. And he's streamlined. They're not doing Eisenberg. a Star Trek shit bag shuffle. Dolphin <laughs> yeah. swim in the canal. Yeah. Metropolis Canal. With yeah. the Yorkshire Dipper. There's one for your bingo card. That'd be a good shock at the end, though, wouldn't it? If it was the other way around. All the way through, it never says the name. I think then. Aquaman could be the Yorkshire Dipper. Because it's the only bloody thing he'd be able to get away with, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You can't, you can't do it. As we've grabbing. pointed out, in Manchester, he can only operate. Yeah. If Aquaman came to Manchester, he could only solve crimes on the, uh, the sides of the canal. Yeah, big yeah. It'd be like uh, a, an episode of Bergerac or something. I mean, it'd, be, it'd feel at home because it never stops raining mm-hmm. here. But other than that, no, it's Maybe it's can no travel good. through the water, through the rain. God, dear. But I, I'm just saying, I said he looks a bit odd. I thought he's going to look a bit weird. Because um, in Smallville, the guy they cast as Lex Luthor is a, a good-looking guy. And he's, he did he actually looks better but that guy looks better bald than with hair because he grew his hair back and he looked better. Yeah, but did you see him before that? Eisenberg doesn't. If you saw him first with the bald head, that's how... Yeah, you get used to something. No, I saw him him before that. Sometimes it's weird if they've got a bit of a tan and it's just really yeah. bright under there. No, hair. I'll be honest with you, I, I didn't think, it did, wait, before he got the role in Smallville, that he was a lead or a, even a, he'd get a role in anything no. because he'd look quite ordinary and he shaved his head off and he looked like shaved a movie. Shaved his head off? Yeah, he shaved his hair off. Oh, God. <laughs> this is going so badly wrong. Okay, let's be clear, he didn't shave his, his head off. He shaved his hair off and he looked like a movie star. Yeah. Right. And then he grew his hair back when he it left was the cold show. Jack, but yeah. No, he left. He grew his hair back, left the show. So we do came back for the came back for the finale, and he said, "I'm Steve not Austin. coming back to do the finale unless Don't. you let me put the um, unless you put the the." The, the what's it? The skull cap thing, thing mm. on. So he actually came back and he had the skull cap on rather than shave his head. It was it all wrinkled? But he doesn't. He doesn't look right without with hair. And this guy, uh, Jesse Eisenberg, he doesn't quite look right without it. 
but that's it's an odd picture as well. It's a, it's a weird angle. Yeah, I know. Well, they, well, there's a lot they're of try, it about. Trying to be they? dramatic with it, but it's, oh, there's a lot of it about at the moment. There's a lot of big reveals where look at this picture. It's blah, and you go, oh my god, uh, namely Supergirl. If yeah. you want the big one, bloody hell, that was a that was the biggest disappointment I've ever seen. That cosplay girl. Oh, it wasn't even that good. We went, we went to to Super Comic Con, and there were Supergirls there that look that look like Supergirl. Yep. And and she doesn't. So I would say pissed all over her, but that's yeah, a but different she, show altogether. Indeed. Oh, she's well, probably okay. trying to be in disguise. She don't want people to, to yeah. pay much attention. Yeah. Starburst after dark. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, so. it, it, there's no excuse for for spending that amount of money on a show and then her turning up like she's just come from Ann Summers. No, you know, there's no excuse for it. It's a shit costume. She looks bland and and she looks boring. Mm. And she did the hair, the whole everything. And if they've gone for this, oh, is she just a sweet innocent girl that's got the power of a goddess? You know, oh, I get that. Yeah, but it still doesn't it's look so cool. Boring. It looks boring to me. And I don't, I don't rate it. If they, if you can't even get the initial promo shot right. You know, I mean, good God. I remember when that first promo shot of that failed Wonder Woman pilot came out and everyone went, oh, my God, I don't like her her, um, PVC blue trousers instead of the skirt and all that. And then they altered it. They they literally listened to the Internet and they'd be like two days before filming. They changed her costume, you know, I mean, but this is worse than that this costume is worse at least the Wonder Woman one was um, interesting yeah I'd not see it, it was a, di- a departure this just looks like a really crap version of, of the original costume yeah. there's no change there's no difference I mean bloody hell in the uh, 80s they even gave her a, a bandana just around her head you know a red mm-hmm. bandana that looked really interesting with blonde hair they, I mean, you know there's loads of things they could have done to make this look a little bit more you know uh, I'd say twenty first century. Yeah. Could have had instead of just the S on the front hashtag Supergirl. She could have had oh, all, all the t shirts from Prime. Well, there you hashtag go. anything. Wow, that's where all the kids are with the hashtags. So it is uh, just be, we've got about five minutes before the news, and uh, the Russo brothers um, are directing Avengers: Infinity War. So it looks that's like true, yeah. it looks like Joss Whedon has done his um, two two Avengers movies and then we have the third one weird thing is it would have made more sense for me if he'd have stayed on and done the end because everything was about Thanos and the Infinity Gauntlet and all that and the Infinity War was the obvious end to what he started so basically just something else in the bag well maybe but it's just a shame that he didn't get to finish his own story though isn't it yeah, I mean, it's probably I, but, up to but, him though wasn't it he must yeah. have something but he, I he am conflicted stills, but, yeah. I'm conflicted on it because yeah. the Russo brothers gave um, probably one of my favourite movies of the year last year were a movie that I was pretty much like watching out of just uh, paint by the numbers I was expecting a oh it's going to be Captain America but he's going to be in modern day I, I love the original I thought Joe Johnston did a brilliant movie yeah. and then I thought well with these guys they whatever, watched it and it was the action movie my favourite action movie of last year and yeah. it was totally different and it was a brilliant sequel and it was great so as much as I want to see them, I wanted to see Joss finish the story. Well, we just want to see anything Joss does. So. Yeah, I know, but he he did he did he's laid the foundations to this battle. Yeah, and oh, they, hopefully he'll know. still be writing it or something. I I'm hope sure. so. Yeah, um, but yeah, the Russo brothers are great. Um, to me, they were an unknown before Captain America. 
to me. They, yeah. I didn't. I wasn't aware of them really, and they've they've really. Yeah, man, are they genre directors now? Yeah. They, they, in fact, if anything, the genre comic book directors yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Um, what did you think of the uh, Winter Soldier bit at the end? With uh, I, I assume we can talk about this yeah. now because it's it's, it's, not, it's not a spoiler now, is it? Yeah, uh, bloody eighteen months later, and with, it's all, it's been out on Blu-ray for like ten months with the Fury uh, gravestone quote. Uh, that was a bit lame to me. I I Remind didn't. That the quote is uh, a lift from Pulp Fiction. Mm. You know the 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 path of the righteous man. Is... Yeah, yeah. I I found the I found that and I found the you know the whole bit. I found some bits of it a bit corny, like going to the museum. I like the museum because it told the story of Captain America in a really cool way yeah. and brought everybody up to speed without some weird pre-credit sequence going, this is what happened in the But then there was that cheesy movie. bit with a kid. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and that. But you can't have it perfect film, can you? And no, there's got to be some it, bits. I think that was just the jarring thing. It was too yeah. much of an in-joke. But I didn't... I, um, I, I This bit where I think he, sh- the, he should have just snapped out of the whole winter soldier thing towards the end rather than it still be a, he's still a bit a bit screwed up mm. I, I think that would have been better but it was a cracking film though and oh, yeah, and great and, and can i say it it say it um it certainly breathed life into uh, a, a tv show that would was just done yeah in my in, honestly i was at the point of stopping watching agents of shield because it was so crap compared to the comic books i read as a kid they was no good and it's, it was no good, um, yeah. and, but, and nothing was happening. And then all of a sudden, uh, it was a seismic reaction. And no matter what anybody says, they hadn't plotted that. That's what they I was going to say. Do you, re- do you reckon they were just sort of treading water, just hoping that you know? That oh would... bollocks! They were, they were writing it shit. They were right. They were ballsing it up. And then the the movie but, was no. coming out, and they they decided they could have bolted that onto that movie as much or as little as they wanted yeah um, you're not telling me that, that Butch Whoppercock was a uh, was a traitor from day one because he bloody wasn't because he wasn't one and if he was then the writing was shit on that show because they they didn't plant one little scene even where you could go oh yeah that makes sense because he he, he had a weird look on his face in that episode or he took this call that he didn't want anyone to see there no, was none of that they, they, they just, just decided he's a traitor he's a traitor let's shake it, it up all the way every episode as well yeah he yeah meant to be that character. he was he clearly was and then and then everyone was taking the piss like because several hot girls but not many like, oh yeah guys, yeah, so, yeah 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 and and like like i said the at the end of the day he was boring he was fucking boring and everybody and he's supposed to be the hero of the show but he was boring and and everybody's watching it and then it's like oh what uh, uh, what's he going to do this week you know jumping out of windows and saving it jumping out of the plane that yeah. time and saving it all this crap and and you're like all that's missing is a cheesy little ting and a little sparkle on his <laughs> tooth uh, with, with some and of a box stuff. of milk tray yeah and I was so sick of it and then all of a sudden he's killing people and doing that and that's great brilliant yeah he's it a was traitor. a great twist but, 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 but no they weren't they, that wasn't much shock yeah oh yeah but but there is no way you're going to convince me that he was it, that was written and scripted and and it was because if they had they'd have had really clever little bits yeah. and bobs here and there that you could go oh my word i didn't see it and yet it was all foreshadowed they they did it on babylon 5 but there were loads of clues the first shows that's ever done this 
your character you've loved for years watching on screen is actually a traitor. Um, they did it on Babylon 5 with Italia from the Psycho, and she was Spoilers. in it for years. Oh, well, you know, I'm just saying, everyone, if you listen, if you ain't seen it yet, you know, I'm sorry okay. if I've spoiled it, but it's a cracking show and it's worth watching. The, the actual story oh, is amazing. Now, so. Well, it's not spoiled. But, but for years, you were watching that show, and then all of a sudden, it's it's like Jesus Christ! It's like watching Starsky and Hutch, and, and Starsky turns out to be a Russian spy yeah. in season three. You know, or Huggy turns was, out yeah. to be a drug dealer. Yeah, I know. Uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> kind of, or a kind pimp. of. Yeah, you're being ironic <laughs> there, aren't you? Um, yeah, the, no, the, that's the irony. We as kids we were watching and loving this character that was actually a hardcore drug dealer and mm. and had his hose out on street corners. But yeah. but I loved him because he's funny, into his Aye. cheeky little walk and Huggy and, Bear and. Antonio, Antonio Fargus was yeah, brilliant. Yeah, I know. So there you go. But but I'm just saying it's um, it's one of them situations, isn't it, where they they were in a mess. They were writing it really badly, and Winter Soldier came along and went, "You can plug into this quite heavily if you want." And they went, "Yes, please." And I'd, that I'd was like it. That wasn't the case, but bollocks. But I bollocks. Any anyone who believes otherwise, they haven't watched them first <laughs> ten episodes of that show right now because it's all about adapting and. Yeah, that's what's important. It's good. It's got it's got people it's like on board now. Nature, isn't it? Yeah, it's got nature people adapts. on board now, and people that were dropping survive. that show like flies. And that's that's what it's all about. Has to be, doesn't it? Yeah. But anyway, we're we're ready for the news now, so we're going to have to pass over to uh, Rebecca, and we um, and don't worry, you'll be in you'll be in safe hands, um, and we will be back uh, right after she's told you what's going on out there. From Feature Story Feature News in Washington, Washington, I'm Rebecca Foster. In the irreverent vein of Little Shop of Horrors, now comes Nudist Colony of the Dead, a horror, comedy, zombie, romance, musical, now in its third month at the Complex Theater in Hollywood. Nudist Colony of the Dead, with ten totally demented musical numbers and a lot of dead, naked dancing girls. We are naked, gay, and free, scrutiny, Their spirituality. There's no need for lust. Gore. And I don't care if he chops off my whole head. Mass murder. Nudist Colony of the Dead performs at the Complex Theater, 6476 Santa Monica Boulevard, just east of Wilcox in Hollywood. Performances are Fridays and Saturdays at 8 p.m. and Sundays at 7 p.m., now through August 27th. Don't miss the show that's being called the Rocky Horror Show of the 90s, Nudist Colony of the Dead. For reservations and information, 818-994-3262. That number again is 818-994-3262. You'll be seen at the Nudist Colony of the Dead. FabRadioInternational.com This is Fab Radio International. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. And let's check for emails and let's check Twitter. I'll, I'll think I'll start with some emails here. Tony J, good evening. Um, wait, wait a second, wrong one. Sorry, read that one. Paul Seeley, can we get Netflix to bring comic book men to the UK? Love that show. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, you I'll could be get them to bring it over, but it would all be very staged, and it would be like, "Hey, Netflix has just popped in." And... Mm, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Um, is it, do you think he's meaning? Can we have a UK version of that show no, in I the UK comic book? I think he's or? meaning. 
can he actually officially see it properly? officially see it yeah because right now the only option of seeing that is downloading it yeah. which you, you're not supposed to do I no. would have thought um, they'd just put it on a channel because all this reality stuff it's so oh you, you'd think days. so There's so much crap on you'd it. think it's so it's, it's, it's cheap television it's safe, yeah. safe but it's actually quite good it's actually it's, it's difficult to see I find I'll be honest the show is I enjoy it and it's just the odd Episode where it's a little bit too staged, and I start well, it sounds to like they think eat it's my a bit fist. Lame themselves, don't they? Yeah, yeah. But sometimes it's really bad. Sometimes yeah. they, it's like, oh, hello, you've just come in yeah. and packed your Batmobile outside. Yeah. Uh, how amazing! Oh, can we go for a spin? Of course you can, guys. And it's like, oh, fuck off. And, and Billy know. D. Williams just popped in. Oh, it's that the ones where yeah. you they should try a little bit harder or be more honest and go right. We've booked him, and he's coming in later yeah. on. And then they do and something they're else. And in New Jersey as well. Yeah. yeah. It's not even like... It's, it's just... Like... It's daft, isn't it? And, and that's it. But yeah, I, I get it. I, I love most of the episodes of it. And obviously, I love the valuing of these comics. I mean, obviously, that's great fun. Yeah, the, the, the information they give you is quite good. Yeah, it's a good show. And it's good seeing this sort of artwork yeah. and... Yeah, and, and anyone who's not aware of the show, it's it's basically the guys that run the secret stash. That's Ke- Kevin Smith's comic book store, and um, they yeah, and some of the guys do the Tell Them Steve Dave podcast, and the, yeah, and we met so these guys as well, which is nice. You did, didn't you? yeah, and I got I got I got Chris's Chris's uh, Christmas present off Walt off it, which yeah. is is fun. And that was good. I did, did not, didn't know it'd be him though I just bought it from the start and then you're getting little emails from him and you go oh right so he is actually quite involved in this he's sh- a real person in the show well you think that he's probably in a back room with about 20 people selling stuff but he clearly deals with all the, the mail order and all that stuff But so that was good but yeah I get where you're coming from it's, it's not a bad show um, it shows a comic book uh, comic book fans running a comic store and having a bit of a laugh and some of it is uh, is quite how it would be and some of it yeah, isn't geeky conversations yeah and some of it's far too forced yeah mm. but but they're not actors though are they no so cl- quite clearly well I know but I mean I, I do like Ming Chen on it he's quite a funny yeah, but, the, but he's the he's the butt of the jokes yeah isn't he? exactly I was just going to say that yeah. oh uh, god we've got a really hard question here Alan Shaw it's hard enough to define science fiction but what makes for truly great sci-fi what's the crucial element the X factor right well certainly not the X factor well no not the X factor to me it's it's um, you've got two types there's either the, the type of sci-fi that's fun and entertaining like Star Wars or deep and and cerebral like um, like 2001 you get the odd weird oddity uh, in between which I'd say something like the fifth element is where it's a comedy element to it and it, it's still got a deep actually the fifth element has a very deep well, sci-fi more yeah popular and so you'd think so, but I. You think so, but I've spoke to a lot of people who've seen Fifth Element and go, "Oh, Cat's done that," and some people well, go, oh, "I love it." Now, with it, the Fifth Element, is has got a very um, Kubrick type sci-fi story at its heart. I mean, if you actually did a really serious version of that without all the, the heightened reality and, and the hijinks and the weird costumes and all that, that would be a very serious sci-fi movie. With and it had a great ending as well. Um, I I which is like I say with these things and I know I've gone on about it before 
2001 A Space Odyssey had a, uh, the, uh, an epic ending to an epic story and if you've got an epic story you've got to have an epic ending and, it, and these are the best things now Star Wars and fun sci-fi there's a lot of them in there oh yeah you and, know. and they just like you know have piggybacked from the old serial yeah. days like we spoke about before with yeah. Flash Gordon and yeah I do think having a good sci-fi story at the core is important. I'll give you another uh, weird thing that when I talk about falling between the two, an example that works, Fifth Element, an example that misfired on a level that's difficult to decipher why, um, Jupiter Ascending. Jupiter Ascending tried to be a Fifth Element type sci-fi, serious sci-fi but with a, a very outlandish um, vista, very similar to Dune, very similar to a bit of humour like Flash Gordon. And I don't know what the hell to make of that and going off what's happened at the box office, neither did anybody else. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, you'll never answer that question properly, but I do think that it's got to be it's got to be sure of what it is for start as a sci-fi movie it's either got to be serious or it's got to have uh, entertainment at its heart but it's well, it you, can't you can be have, you can have everything. comedy as long as yeah. they are taking it seriously yeah i mean some of these are, i mean like i'll give you et is a sci-fi movie et is a children's movie et again is entertaining yeah. but it's not delivering a deep cerebral uh, movie that could be almost fake sci-fi. You could substitute ET for an illegal alien that's come over the border. Yeah. That's being that if he goes back home, he's gonna he's gonna be murdered. You or know, a stray dog. Yeah, even a stray dog. Um, sci-fi is a funny thing. It, it, sci-fi is also a vehicle, as Shauna will appreciate with Star Trek. It's a great vehicle for telling a proper story, a, a, a deep story that's difficult to tell mm. uh, like politics or sex or, or some injustice you can actually get a use sci-fi like in Star Trek, they tell a lot of stories about inequality but they mirror be, on, on the current times rather yeah, than just the future. Exactly, they yeah. tell I mean, go, they were Without beating you around the head with Oh, it, in yeah. Next Generation we're telling stories about terrorism that were clearly, way before 9-11 way before anything, that were clearly parodying and actually criticising the UK and the way that we were occupying Ireland and the way that we were treating Northern Ireland and it's clear that that's what they were getting at now uh, that actual episode that I'm talking about got banned by the BBC when they were showing the runners next gen it took about a decade before it ever appeared on TV that one Um, weird to think isn't it um, it's the one where you had the terrorists and Beverly Crusher gets kidnapped and uh, data a actual fact they were going on about terrorism and there's this bit stage scene where uh, Picard and we were talking to to him about it and and data goes terrorism yes it's been difficult there's been lots of acts of uprising and then he goes the and he mentions lots of different uprising and revolutions where they've overcome the masters and then he goes and the uh, the UK losing the uh, the uh, war against the IRA and the yeah, and it was like way ahead of now, like yeah. something like twenty fifteen. I might be wrong, but it's way in the future. And and it actually turned out we got peace way before that. Yeah, but 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 you can imagine what the BBC thought. We're like, oh, we're not putting this on. It's propaganda. I've been reviewing the history of armed rebellion, and it appears that terrorism is an effective way to promote political change. Yes, it can be, but I have never subscribed to the theory that political power flows from the battle of a gun. Yet there are numerous examples when it was successful. The independence of the Mexican state from Spain, the Irish unification of 2024, and the Kenzie Rebellion. Yes, I'm aware of them. Then would it be accurate to say that terrorism is acceptable 
when all options for peaceful settlement have been foreclosed? Data, these are questions that mankind has been struggling with throughout history. Your confusion is only human. The, B, the, the, the UK might be in the wrong and that the, the IRA are the good guys. Oh, well, that's a whole other story nowadays. Uh, well, uh, see, it changes through time, doesn't it? You know. Um, anyway, we've uh, what have we got here next? Next email, uh, Roy. Oh, I'm going to have to sort of argue a little bit with this. I know you all like the Green Arrow TV show, but you have to admit that Series 3 is dreadful. It has become the most overrated by a long way show on TV. It's not... Um, borne up by ratings and it's not borne up by what we read as, as a mag I mean our readers seem to be enjoying it personally I think it was it was pretty good I mean season 2 is just amazing start to finish this is a bit patchier and these other things that don't quite work as well as they'd want to maybe they switch over to the canary with the canaries in it um, but there is a They've gone on holiday no, she's not quite gone on holiday. She's gone on holiday, and in that she's she's not. I've been uh, there. It's a bit rocky yeah, there. The, the Canaries, no, um, no, too she's hot, too many cockroaches. She's she's gone to another place, definitely, oh. but not, not the, the original, and there, and she's been replaced by uh, Laurel Lanson, and some of that is a bit until she gets back for holidays. Mm, yes, indeed. Well, actually, you should say that there's supposed to be another spin-off and she's in it and she's alive the original one Katie Lott's playing her what's so the, I don't know what's going on he's stranded on some island is that where he was the Canary Islands no not, not quite no I can't remember the name of it now but it's very difficult to get to unless you yes. are Oliver Queen and his mates who seem to be able to go uh, uh, disappear and they're there in 20 minutes which cool. is it's, it's, it, but it took him uh, five years to get rescued and um, apparently now he just comes back and forth. Yeah, he just goes back and forward just to, you know, whenever he feels like it. But it's it's, and he's sat enough. Yeah. I will say this. Saved. There are some people that were very disappointed with the end. In mid-season, cliffhanger was gobsmacking. It was a cliffhanger where you thought, oh, my God, how are they going to get back from this one? And they didn't exactly shitbag shuffle, but they certainly quickly resolved it in much quicker than a lot of people were happier with and they a lot of people are a so bit pissed off about wiggle. it uh, yeah more like that yeah um they should have dragged it out a bit longer that he was dead they should have just not had him in two or three episodes and then bring him back or do something and answer never it. Have to kept the confidence with the cells to do well that i know thing, if they'd they? have done that people would have been like oh god is he actually dead i mean in blake seven you can have blake gone and then it's still called blake seven you yeah. could have easily had a couple of episodes but they rushed it is it going to be um a good ending i think they're building to a big ending um i did like the the flash arrow crossover that was a lot of fun um I don't know what you think of The Flash. I'm I'm enjoying that show a lot. Um, I, I haven't been watching it, to be honest. Yeah, um, but maybe Roy is watching that. I don't know. Yeah. But they, yeah, I, yeah, I get where you're coming from, Roy. Some people are having a few problems with that, certainly after mid-season. But let's hope it gets better. Let's hope it ends on a big crescendo and goes on to big things because it's certainly setting itself up at, for change. And we've heard in the pipeline that he's going to get a massive costume change and something really massive is about to happen on that show. Seismic, yeah. And I mean really big. So uh, what that is, no one knows. They're very tight on the, on that. They No one has a clue. So let's wait and see um, 
Christian Jones, evening all, just thanks Mike for the film tales recommendation, it truly is a sumptuous sonic feast, it certainly is, um, and it's the album we're playing last week, and it's uh, really helped me, met this week at work a little bit more bearable, well thank you, good, thanks for saying that, because that that is a good, it's great, because some people just ooze movie soundtracks out of themselves, don't they, I mean yeah. that guy, uh, you know like, like um, John Carpenter, Part of the crime of John Carpenter not making movies after a certain point was that we didn't have those awesome soundtracks coming out. Yeah, they were often l- the yeah, best things yeah, about his recent like, films. Yeah, I look forward to a Tarantino movie coming out because I'm going to get an ace soundtrack. I know it. It's a fact. I'm, not always, but generally speaking, you can, um, you know... Hmm. Yeah. It usually unearths songs you haven't heard for a yeah, while. Yeah, I know. This is it, isn't it? go any anything happening on twitter yes we have uh demonics as a as give us a good in for a piece of news go on uh what do we think of the x-files coming back of the with a six-part series yeah um that was a shock to me uh for a number of reasons the i will say this with with the x-files it's a funny thing that, that's the night the night i first met chris hayes we went to um, we had a mutual friend and then I met him and uh, and we went to see the last X Files movie all them years ago uh, that was supposed to revitalise the, uh, mm. the the thing. Now that if you don't know was um, I want to believe and it was supposedly it was the second X Files movie but unlike the first one which was slotted the first X Files movie was made with quite a big budget right in the middle of the show at its peak like in the fifth or sixth season I forget yep. which one. And it was very much linked in into the show. So you could watch the show and then go and see the movie. It was kind of like watching a Star Trek movie whilst the show's still on TV. Um, This one was very much brought back years and years after the show's gone. And it was supposed to get bring it back. And they chose the most abysmal... And they only spent 20-odd million on it. So it only needed to take 40 or 50 million at the box office, which is peanuts. It it was such a small release, but it got swamped with a lot of other big movies, but went to see it. Absolutely appalling story, sorry. It was so... It was lame, literally. I mean, it was about a kiddie fiddler. They they, they went away from anything supernatural, anything horror, anything sci-fi, and they went, went, oh, we'll tell this story that this this story could have been any couple of detectives, yeah? The whole point of the X-Files is that they're going after people like Eugene Toombs who can uh, do the Mr. Fantastic thing and kill people through letterboxes and stuff, and all these crazy things and the, even the Loch Ness Monster at some point, you know. Well, it was just an updating of the Kolchak. Yeah, series, it, it was, it? absolutely. Yeah. And, and and it's great you said that because that's what it was. And, and Chris Carter was a massive fan of that show mm. and he, he'd never hid away from it. But the problem is he made this very... Com- it's one of the first shows that had a massive convoluted story arc. This is where the birth of the 90s and uh, we saw it in 92, 93 and he decided we're going to do an ongoing story out. It's pretty brave because only Babylon 5 was doing that and he led it out but he never answered it and the problem is every now and again you thought you were coming close to it and he'd sort of answer a question about these aliens, what are they doing and they're going to colonise Earth, when are they going to do it, whatever. And he never answered it and he kept then stretching it out till next week, till week after week after that and you never got an answer. So you, you was it was like the ultimate dictees all the way through, all the time you're thinking this is going to end, oh no it's not, no it is. The truth no, it's is not. out there but you're not going to know it. You're not going to know it but, but the, he's since admitted 
I didn't have the ending. I didn't know the ending. Now, to me, that's appalling, that. Yeah. But at the time, none of us knew, and we thought, oh, these are genius. This story is going on for ages. Then he had a lot of different additions to the mythos. You had the Lone Gunman, and they got their own show. Yeah. The Lone Gunman were a conspiracy theorist magazine that um, they believed in everything Mulder was, was into. And they, even worse, they were proper conspiracy nutters, and he, they, were, they became like his, his henchmen. You had that going on. You had all these things going on. But ultimately, um, even after they fit, left the show, both of them, um, both of them left the show, Mulder and Scully. And, and you know, Gillian Anderson, I think she went first and he soldiered on. Is that No, no, he, what's it? Jakovny left and then she soldiered on, then she left. And you had Daggett and whoever her name was. And nobody really liked them. And then towards the end of it, they brought, the final episode, they brought them all back. Um, and that was the end of that. Then they did this relaunch with a movie, and it was an abysmal disaster. It didn't even... It just barely covered the 20-odd million that it had uh, done. Now, that if you think about how few people that yeah. took... you think it's forgotten so, now as well, isn't it? So. I know. That movie, thankfully, is forgotten. So now, um, here we go. It's coming up on TV. Now, here's the good news. The X-Files, like... I'm sorry, Star Trek. Star Trek's a TV show that occasionally you can do a movie of and that's an interesting thing. Yeah. At the moment, it exists as movie Star Trek and I think that's a problem because you're waiting years and years and years just to get two hours of them, two hours of them and then yeah, before another couple of movies, they're all going to bugger off and play another part anyway. Um, you won't get them together. You can't tell the story of who these people are. You need seven years of a story yeah. to tell who Captain Picard is, who Data is, who uh, get to... Especially when it's not interesting when we've seen those characters before. Yes. It'd be different if it was a different crew. Yes. And you were learning completely new Absolutely, things. yeah. And, and that's that, always it's not comparing. Good enough, You're always... Yes. Yeah, it's pointless. A, it is pointless now. I thought the the it was a nice roller coaster ride. The first one, the second one was awful, and I'm not excited about the third one. X Files again, as a movie, it can work. The first movie was quite entertaining, but it was mythology driven, and if you hadn't been watching the TV show, you wouldn't really know exactly who's who and what's what. Um, well, it sounds like it's just going to be a long episode. Yeah, filmed yeah. Filmed with that kind of that, that thing. That was what it... a mystery. Because I've never really watched it. Yeah. I think I'm a bit young for it, really. But I think you'd you'd enjoy the TV show. I don't know. Certainly. I never liked the, the sound of it. No. They, this... They're kind of like detective -y, supernatural detective -y Well, they're FBI, but they're given the, the, yeah, the X-Files. Like for anyone who didn't see the show, and I'm pretty sure everybody listening to this probably has, um, they were given a... a but they, There was a set of, of weird cases that people couldn't explain. And Mulder was. What was that uh, warehouse thirteen? Was that something similar? No, that was, was about that? that was about, um, about artifacts, artifacts, oh. and and they needed to be looked after, protected, and oh. found yeah. so that they didn't fall into the wrong yeah. hands. This was about uh, un de unsolved cases that Mulder had had a UFO incident when he was a kid, and his sister got kidnapped. Uh, she was an abductee. She just went missing one night, and the, he didn't see her again. And he's been chasing, trying to find out what happened to her. So he's obsessed with alien abductions so when he's in the FBI then they start passing him cases that, that they call the, the X-Files and he then says I want to be assigned to the X-Files and then well, years about a year in they, they were, he got a nickname Spooky Mulder and then Gillian Anderson's character comes in as our in she's supposed to represent us as a sceptic coming in so she comes in she gets assigned to him even though and, and initially here's the big twist she's uh, put onto him for the first two seasons 
to debunk him. So she's actually the enemy within. And then after a while, she just goes, no, I've seen that much here that he's right. And she then just ends up his uh, Watson to his homes. And they, they both go off trying to find out what's going on each week. There were story arcs that went on about uh, an alien invasion that's behind all this. There was this black oil that I never quite understood that was part of, that was seeping into people and then taking them over like the invasion of the body snatchers. It never properly explained that, if I'm right. And there were lots and lots of story strands that, and there was a cigarette smoking man who represented the government and he'd always be there at the back, um, always smoking a fag and he called him the cancer man. Yeah. And it was, it was a good mythology, but it never, it never ended properly and he never explained enough. And it it was all, it was like, oh, and after a while when you realise that someone is actually, well, for what of a better phrase, a bit full of it. Because he, I mean, he he needed to give us something, and he didn't. But look, we're, we're where we are now. Maybe he's learned from this, and if he's got a six-episode run here, and it's a story, and he's fought the story through, he must have done. Yeah, then enough great. time. So. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. But we actually broke this story. Yes, weeks ago. Yeah, and you know, it went went mad in Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, and yeah, it did. Yeah, and now yeah. it's been confirmed. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it was always going to be the way. I mean, that new show that Chris Carter did, the showrunner of this is Chris Carter. He just did a show, and it failed abysmally. Mm. And that's the problem. It, I mean, it? I what was that show? I didn't even want to watch it. Um, it Mounty, Paul Mount, said yeah. it was that bad. I mean, oh, in TV yeah. zone, he said it was unwatchable. He told me it was absolutely unwatchable, so I never watched it. <laughs> well, no, if someone says that you trust, says this is unwatchable, you, you've not got enough time, have you? To yeah, you to it's waste not. Time. It's not something you're going to bump up your list, is it? Really? No. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's one of them things, and you can't. I don't know whether this is going to be any good. I don't know whether the X Files belongs in the nineties or not. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people won't remember it people you know like Shana says she, she's too young and, or something yeah. like that. well starburst and so its sister bodied, magazine yeah. tv zone uh if i were to go through uh, from 92 to um around about 2004 and i was to go through those back issues with you you were your jaw would drop because literally you, we would have a year where they'd be three out yeah. of 12 issues no, of the X-Files covers. Yeah. 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 Um, every city, and, and in TV zone even more. Um, it was just huge. It was huge. It was bigger than you can possibly and imagine. This was pretty much pre-internet as well. It was, it? yes. Yeah. It was a huge show. Um, I think it may have, but because of the nature of it and things that were going on in there, maybe it was that better. That format seems to work still because it's a bit like all of is it a bit like CSI? It's that of? sort yeah. of format, yeah. People yeah. It's got, seem to like that. It had much, much more of an arc than CSI, yeah. though. It yeah, had, yeah. if you didn't follow what was going on but throughout the year. people who like police detective things are better to watch it if they're not into yeah. the supernatural things. And yeah, they, seems they, to be that crossover yeah. type thing. It probably was that crossover, It weird yeah. enough, I mean, like people with crazy alien makeup and stuff. Maybe, but, but there was a lot of stuff in it. Normal, it there was, there was obviously the alien thing. 
there was stuff like spontaneous human combustion and all that. And I think if Martin remembers, because I know for a fact that you we've had these conversations, I know that you read this with me. And, and I, I am, if you were in the UK, there was a publication called The Unexplained yeah. and it had all mysteries and weird stuff, alien abductions, aliens, Loch Ness monsters, um, the Yeti, the spontaneous human combustion. Yeah. It dealt with anything. Basically, The X-Files is based yeah. on. And The X-Files was a story. If you've read that and you really fascinated by all that stuff the x-files was great because they investigated all of these but they'd, they'd collected every part work of that and yeah <laughs> turned it into like a big a big thing but the problem is the story arc didn't have a resolution that, and he himself it was very similar to lost in that i i'm sorry i know there's a lot of people defend lost Which and go oh he knew what was yeah, going on very annoying it's, i don't if think everyone was he talking did. about it as well wondering yeah. what's going to happen talking yeah. around the water cooler or whatever about yeah it, yeah never. yeah I mean, I hate using that phrase, but it was a talk around the water cooler yeah, show, it and like it was, it, it really was. Yeah, it's incredible, really. But it, it, you cannot imagine how big it was. It was an absolute. Um, it was a giant of a show, and you can't, you can't imagine it now because, I guess, I guess we get big shows now, but they, they well, sort of come and go. Everything's up now, isn't and it? Yeah, so. more competition these days as well. So yeah, 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 yeah we're, we're, we're yeah. still on our four channels over here, so. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, and the cable networks weren't doing that much and in America, Netflix so and, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it became um, massive, and, and Starburst was, in fairness, the first magazine to cover the X Files and say this is going to be absolutely massive because yes, SFX wasn't going then. No. Just thought I'd point that out, um, and it was it was right. It, it said this is going to be huge going to be massive if not mistaken i think maybe even paul mount covered it at the time i'm not sure but he some it, it was covered and it was mid star trek and the next generation was huge then that was at the peak of its run it was like in its fourth or fifth season and it was it was huge that could have run and run i mean in next generation here's the thing that never got cancelled that was just all the actors decided no we've been yeah. with it seven years we all want to go rather than just replace a lot of the cast um, they decided no. Let's. Would you guys stay and do a few movies here and there? And that's why they did the movies. But, but they had a resolution of that one. Of course they did. Yeah, yeah. But but yeah, the X Files. Um, if all that comes out of these six is it brings you up to speed as to where it is all now without getting too bogged down with this is what happened all them years ago blah 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 if they can just find a way a very clever way of writing an episode where about 20 minutes and you've dealt with what's gone on before you're at where you are now those two are back uh, hired again it'll be a really good story how they get back in the fbi doing the x-files again and then and then away we go yeah let's um do a Let's, true detective on it and you know like flashbacks or retell yeah yeah, yeah they can they do, do all that, of that yeah. and 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 then you got six episodes i mean i'm all for it six episodes boom in and out quick and by all means if he wants to wrap up the story that from all the these new years true, de- true detective mm. x files mm. yeah yeah maybe that maybe one. they've been yeah. teasing us maybe that's what's got them yeah. thinking yeah do a short series but uh well, with the good news for this show though um about why why um to to, to uh, the X Files being what it is, it's not that long ago. So Gillian Anderson still looks fantastic. Oh, she looks great. She yeah. looks she looks great. Hannibal. He looks fine. Yeah. Nobody. She's in Robert Overlord. Yeah. This oh, is yeah, this is not going to be. This is not going to be a 
situation where a load of people looking really, really old and unconvincing and, and knackered are coming back flogging a dead horse. Yeah. People seem to really like him, don't they, for some reason? Yeah. Well, he is. You know, he's a sex addict. Yeah. Yeah, that he's, he's actually like suffers him. from that, which is weird because so before... Can, can you suffer from it? Right, listen, before him... I knew that it was supposed to be a thing, and I only found out about it because Sam on Cheers, the, um, the, the had suffered from sex addiction, which is why he couldn't be faithful to the girl who's played by Shelley Long, Diane, yeah. in it. and that was an ongoing gag. Now I wasn't a hundred percent sure whether this was a real thing. I thought, is this just one of these? Because it is a convenient excuse. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've, I, I, it's an illness. I have to have sexual intercourse with attractive women all the time. That's to me sounds Surely, like one if it hell was of an illness. Excuse. You'd have sex with unattractive women and people and yes. animals and well, you know, it, it, I'm, I'm just, I'm it's just a selective illness. Yeah. So, exactly. It doesn't sound very uh, well. It's, I'm sceptical still, but yeah. David David Jakovny uh, has been in clinics for it. Yeah, and I don't it, know I what happens. He's been in clinics for well, other yeah, stuff what, as well. What, what uh, happens? Captive audience says there's plenty of women well, that I'm, can't I don't escape. Know. <laughs> I don't know what happens. In rehab, I know that, that they will not cold turkey you on booze. You will have <laughs> certain amounts of... the cold turkey. I'm just saying they, they not, you don't go totally cold turkey in some rehabs. That you, they will go cut you down, cut you down, cut you down so and stop you. So what do you do ugly women? Well, there. this is what I'm saying. <laughs> what happened with David Dukovny in, in his rehab? Did, did they just go in and go, right, um, you can have... a new TV show. You can have a supermodel on Sunday... You can have a whatever. What did they do? They did they stop him yeah. having sex? Did they End up allow with Bella him Remberg. to? You know where where does masturbation fit in? Is that does he get in trouble? Does he lose points medallic. for that? Yeah. Um, but he did. Yeah, he was. He's a he, he, the the amusing thing. I read an article about him about four years ago, and they went uh, David Duchovny. You know, uh, went on about his finger now. Plagued, plagued by um, sex addiction is now do- and you go, what when do you did mean it plagued by sex this, addiction this sex addiction thing. I don't well while early the show was on all the time 80s, the in the 80s oh, I so start- people knew before it wasn't like oh through his right thing or anything. I, uh, I told you when he you. got more popular and all the girls were after him he's always been there I heard about it on Cheers and I thought it was a joke uh, but I was very young and then I heard that some people no, were suffering with, from with it David Duchovny when did it come out that he was uh, suffering ooh, about the time the show ended well this is what I mean that. that's it's an interesting people time people throwing that. themselves at him he was this with Gillian Anderson and then something happened and I'm assuming that she caught him taters deep in some someone and that it, it, it ended up being pretty bad and and I this to me well, seems to me like solution. I'm I have to come up with something <laughs> yeah. so I don't look like a complete douche I might be wrong but you know I don't get or the sex addiction knife. yeah that's the problem isn't it you know, I mean, how can you get? How can you, there's got to be some way you can control that? I mean, I get the so people think right, about every three seconds. Here's the thing: everyone is. But. I'm no. being naive here, but here's the thing: if you, I get it. You, we've all had hangovers, so we know what it's like when you've got an absence of alcohol in your body when your body's used to it. Now, if you are actually an alcoholic and you stop drinking, you have that, but on acid. I mean, you, your body is going. I am used to having alcohol every single day, and the whatever, and it's a big problem now. You're having Sugar sex well, every anything. day. Yeah, you're having sex every day, so you stop having sex. What happens? What happens? Blue balls. I don't know. <laughs> Is it, you just, I don't know. You you should know, Martin. Jesus, I don't know nothing about that. It'd be dangerous with you, wouldn't it? <laughs> what you're packing. 
seriously um but it's it's one of them anyway so so he's coming back maybe the truth is out there about about his sex addiction maybe that's what it is and uh, maybe this will get him but you think this will get him sort him out I think this will get six. him queuing up at his door again right oh god so it'll do see worse for a off, minute he's gonna go off the wagon yes worse for a minute I mean hey, hey look he's he's a good I, I'll be honest you know what I forgot first thing first time I saw him I forgot it was Twin Peaks yeah Twin Peaks, where he was—he's literally dressed as that agent oh, that yeah. had decided yeah. to go trans. Well, d- cross-dressing, hadn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah. Had, had he had the operation? I can't remember now. I don't think so. But he was—but uh, he, he looked quite pretty, didn't he? I oh, thought. So you'd be throwing yourself at him? No, no. I just thought he looked—he looked good as a guy, as a girl dressed up. He looked he didn't makeup and all. He didn't look crazy, did he? He, he didn't. Hey, listen, we're we're Can across the road the cover from the place. Of our mag, him yeah. dressed up as. Yeah, the, the that woman. might. What for for which our X Files return yeah. issue? Which yeah. one's which? Which Malta one? Walter and Scully. Which one's which? Oh, for God's sake, Sean! I don't know. It's all new we're, we're editors of a star a Starburst. We're supposed to know. Well, at least Look, I don't Mulder, Mulder is David Duchovny, and um, well, he could dress up Scully, Scully. Is, That'd is, be a really good cover. Oh God! He probably would actually. That yeah, wouldn't be a bad cover at all. You think we can get him? Just Photoshop it. Yeah, I'll get him when he's at a low ebb in the night in rehab. Yeah. I'd rather have her. Would you? Right, yeah. because we could start that's that out. Bring even with her. That's an even better cover. Um, <laughs> it's getting oh, better Hannibal. and better, isn't it? Starburst after that. I don't I know. know what that says about me. That I find Absolutely. Hannibal really attractive. What do you mean? He's, you don't even eat meat. I've had this conversation right with someone lately. Listen, I've had this conversation with someone <laughs> lately. Vegetarian. He's a. Um, He's even sexy as a paedophile in that film, The Hunt. Playing, <laughs> playing uh, Hannibal. He's got the suits. He's got so the look. So clearly the actor. He's yeah. an unusual it's, it's looking my... guy. Uh, I thought in Casino Royale he was quite oh, a cool looking. That. He was cool looking guy he, in he's that. He's in quite a lot of like historical films. I prefer to watch them. I think I think he's great. I think and, good, and I'll yeah. say I can't imagine anybody else as Hannibal now. No. No, and that no. is difficult to say after When's all these out? versions. Is it May? Uh, yeah, it's I, can, I just can't wait. It's been put back. That's a good oh, thing, Sean. That yeah, means so they're working hard to. on it. Yeah, yeah, they're working and it hard means it's on this one. Be in the next issue. Yeah, indeed. Now Hannibal is, and we've said this before. In my opinion, it's a great TV show. Yeah, I mean it's and it's it, a brilliant. And TV it's a network show. show, and that's what makes it great because yeah. it's not a cable thing where they yeah. throw a load of money at it. They can do the sex and gore yeah. and all that. It's yeah. a it's a network show that is sticking the neck out. If anybody has um, anybody listening out there who's not seen it because you thought oh I don't know I quite like the movies and I'm not sure that this is going to bring anything new it brings a lot of new things to it it also does it without ruining the other stuff you've seen this is a new version it's telling the story in a different way you've got all the characters in and I wasn't sure about the thought of it because I was like oh like I say about X X Files as oh one of these case a week thing I don't really like these things I thought it was going to be the same but no I love it no it's great I mean there's an ongoing and and you are constantly waiting to see what this next horror body horror uh, piece of piece of art yeah I mean I saw stuff on that show that was was uh, was gobsmacking to be but, honest, but it just makes you hungry watching it. Oh God, it does. Bloodthirsty, bloodthirsty. Yeah, what things he does with meat? Oh, yeah, God. absolutely. No, it's, it's you, true. You'd like to see Mads Mikkelsen playing with his meat all through the show, don't you, sir? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's a, he's like a cool a guy. Crazy he's a cool guy. Oh, we've got an email off Matt Phillip. 
Oh, okay. Cool. He's, the, he's the gentleman. He, he, is he, a he takes quite a bit of time to write these emails. I'll be as quick as I can, Matt, because obviously we've, uh, we're on a tight time frame. Uh, I define science fiction as the art of the possible. Fantasy is the art of the impossible. Science fiction, again, is the history of ideas, and there are always ideas that work themselves out and become real and happen in the world. And fantasy comes along and says, we're going to break all the laws of physics. Most people don't realise it, but the series of films which have made more money than any other series of films in the history of universe is the James Bond series. They're all science fiction too. Romantic, adventurous, frivolous, fantastic science fiction. Now, I would say certainly uh, up until recently but they are trying to ditch yeah. a lot of them elements and I, I actually am with you for, for, I the, would, for, the, for the wrong reasons I and, prefer to see more fantasy and because you're dealing with a fantasy character anyway and yeah. I just don't understand why. We, we said um, this when Kingsman came out and we raved about that yeah. that was the Bond film we, we, we wanted. Yeah I've always thought I say, I say watching that I had so much more fun watching that than say Skyfall yeah. I really did um, it was a lot of fun and I hope they learn from that um, Andrew Pollard hello sir mm. our, our online editor Polly um, the fact that even me and my constant stream of Arrow fan wank was disappointed with Oliver's quick return should give an indication of how badly handled it was uh, yeah no I agree if you've got one problem with that, that show that did that did. That's the only time they've dropped the ball in in the time it's been on air. But even so, they're trying to they're trying to make, pull it back. I think. And like I say, we've been told. I don't know if you you might know more than me about this. I'm trying to get to the bottom of it. There's a huge event coming up soon. We'll find out what it is. Matt Phillip again. One problem I've always thought of with science fiction characters becoming invisible is that they should go blind because their retina does not catch any light. Oh, we'll have to look into this. That's Obviously, uh, a lot of soft sci-fi or fantasy would gloss over this, but I'm sure that hard sci-fi authors have had a go at it. How can invisibility and sight be reconciled? Your thoughts? You're right, absolutely. And, um, and when they become visible again, yeah. they're in the nudie. But so. what you get is the two things. Again, you've either got Kubrick, you've either got um, a situation with uh, Kubrick uh, or where he would go to great lengths to... to be true to any science yeah. or fact like that or you can do Star Wars where you have sound effects in outer space which you yeah, clear, yeah you know what I'm saying yeah. it's, it depends what approach you get and and most movies if you're going to make money at the box office sadly they, they, can't, have, the they science, can't be realistic yeah. Yeah. and that's that's the problem um, and when you try it it goes a, a little bit uh, wrong and Roy, Roy's very upset because we're having to explain to a member of staff from Starburst what the X-Files is but Roy do you know what I don't know what age you are but here's the problem um, we're in this room and we're like oh this is all fine and you'd start to think, remember that, oh, God, it was such a while ago. Yeah, and it's, there it's were a lot, whole, yeah. whole of a person there ago. Were, yeah, and, yeah and, and I was only born in 88, yeah, so I, I know. finished about it. Yeah. Uh, eight, 1998 I was only 10 and yeah you've got well you've got a lot of people picking up the mag now who were like seven, 16 14 whatever that mm. have no clue and and that's why I'm sometimes I don't mind going over some of the stuff even though some of you out there are going why is he talking about that because some people are listening to the show who bought the mag for the first time and yeah. they're wondering well what what is what are you going on about this X-Files thing I've sometimes heard about it my parents go on about it never heard of it it's just yeah. that you've never really explored yeah. it at all yeah. I mean Cop I spoke to, I, well I spoke to somebody um, uh, Matthew yeah I spoke to Matthew at the Super Comic Con who, who listens to the show and he, he was talking to me and he said that sometimes we mention some shows and he gives them a go that he, yeah. he'd heard of but uh, but we we it's recommended and 
Yeah, and he and he older people even as well. Yeah, and he he does give him a go because we go into a bit of detail as to why maybe you haven't seen him for all these years, but you should maybe give him a a look like the prisoner, like the the original Avengers series, yeah. Steed and Peel. They still stand up when you watch him. Um, or Roy, prisoner cell block H. Prisoner cell block H. Here <laughs> we go. Um, Roy, what do you guys consider is the best hard sci-fi film book uh, recently? Oh, that's that'd have to be Ed that answers that. Yeah. We don't. We I don't read much on the uh, on that side. We don't have much time. I mean, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I, not really. Uh, got any idea? Ex Machina, the film. Yeah, yeah. I didn't read the book though, so I can't yeah. say. I the problem is when you get a job editing a magazine, books go kind of out the window, and you sort of looking at the uh, the book editor, the our, or you know. Uh, somebody that deals with that to to look at. I mean, you get time to read the odd one, but no, anyone who's editing a magazine who's who's got time to cane three or four novels a month, they uh, yeah. they I'd love to know how and if they want to email in. Um, but I don't know what. I think you're right though. That that's got a zeitgeist, and it. That's for, if we're just talking films, which is basically what like, I'm the same with you with books. Yeah, same here, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, that's what we know, and that that's the best sort of hardest sci-fi one we've seen recently yeah absolutely i agree no it's um it's it, i'll tell you something though we had a bit of a, a surprise worth remembering uh, this afternoon was great um just i was gonna say this earlier but they yeah well you were you came in a little bit later because yeah. you were you were busy doing some stuff yeah indeed waiting in for and people. uh oh you know these are the things that happen and um yeah well you were gone you came into the office tonight and we were having a that, bit of fun, weren't we? Because yeah. it was the afternoon slump and then there was the yeah. doorbell. And what happened? A strange man came upstairs. What did he have? He had a big package. Did he? A big package? <laughs> but I wasn't in. Well, right. we've got to have someone there instead with a big package. Oh, with a big package, yeah. right. It was. I think it was like a, a nice happy yeah. Easter present, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it certainly was. It was delightful I wasn't expecting yeah I wasn't expecting anything today and uh, we it was uh, a lovely big box of goodies from or yeah, from all the heroes thank you very much no and and the we put some stuff out on twitter.co.uk yeah indeed they they are great the stuff that they do I mean they, they, they we'd got this stuff and, and straight away we're just going through the box and going this is awesome and every single we thing we're, we're like pulling out we were like little kids at Christmas we yeah. were really lame yeah but this uh, the better one that I really like was a green arrow uh, sorry not green lantern clothes, mug like yeah. t-shirt as well as like mugs and stuff yeah but that mug was great it's a green lantern mug and it's got the lantern and when you pour the hot water and it's a thermal mug so yeah. the green la- the lantern glows green in never the middle never seen the use like of that a, before because yeah. usually it's when there's like a bra over boobs or something yeah it's, it's, it's always get, a bit yeah. it's <laughs> always a, good, a bit rubbish a isn't use. it yeah, it's a always a bit rubbish. Novel use for it. Didn't have any of them pens that you can it. turn upside down and they go nudie. Maybe yeah. next time oh. I might get some. I don't know. That's no. what I want. I, 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 um, I thought it was great. Star I just, Trips. I, you know, when you're going through a box of stuff and you go, oh look at this, look at this. It's just, it's just. We were like hyenas. This is like Jonathan Russell. I know you do. Some of mine, but not many. Every single time that you are out. Predisposed. We even saw a bit of flesh on display. People were stripping off, trying things on. Indeed, this is what was going on in the office this afternoon. Couldn't get anything done. Everything well, ground to a halt. Star Wars. Do, do, I really like them because it's not the Star Wars ones because I'm not a fan of Star Wars, but 
sometimes you go on websites and you see um, things and there's not much choice but there's loads of choice and um, they're just I want to wear the designs for properties I don't even like yeah, if, so if, what does that say I want to wear Star Wars t-shirts and I hate Star Wars uh, providing they look good and it make you wear it yeah? yeah but I'm not that kind of person those hipsters who will wear something even when they don't like oh, it oh no the, the Primark yeah. lot but oh, these aren't like that. Oh, they're good. I like them. Oh, they're Bright very colours. Good. Oh, I don't wear t-shirts, well but I thought these are great. Design. Not even yeah. when you go on holiday. No, you don't know. I'm not going to divulge what I wear when I go on holiday. Oh, uh, it's them nudist clubs, isn't it? Yeah, Batman. it is. Yeah, absolutely. Awful. But I'm go- I'm got going a long tie. Oh, you won't believe what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm going soon. Um, I'm going after next issue for a week. I'm going to apartment. Um, Vegas week, and yeah, I've got some at planned, and it's dead good. Ooh. I'm going dog fighting. What? You are going to fight dogs. That's no. how cruel is that? No, that's clearly not what that means, is it? I Come on, what? what dog fight? Right. What? You actually thought I meant dogs, like two dogs in a ring yeah. fighting each other. No, I thought. Why, why would I do that? They were doing it on Poldark the other day. Yeah, I thought yeah, you Poldark. were going to fight them. Right. So, so you think I'm going to fly cool. six thousand miles to do that? like some underground fight club thing but with Capes, dogs and candles yeah well, so yeah, I train I train my dog and I bring it take it over no yeah. they'll be stuck in the um, quarantine. quarantine oh no I'll get a yeah I'd have to it's get a, a new one. one yeah but so right um, no I mean the plane thing what? you go up in a World War 2 plane there's a guy flying it you're at the back with a machine gun yeah, yeah. Uh, with a Biggles hat on and all that there's another plane that your mate's in yeah and you fly and then you aim at each other and when you hit because it's like laser quest yeah but on an uber level you hit the other plane and then a bit of smoke comes out of the back like uh, like uh, to show that you've that hit it terrifying. and does it sort of that's crash amazing as well? I don't think it crashes I think that'd oh, be a bit sick wouldn't it but, but okay oh come on does sound really good that I think I don't know it might be awful but it might be another one of your little escapades that goes dramatically wrong I bloody hope not because <laughs> in one of them no because that's the sort of plane that I'm going up in it's the one that Harrison Ford hit the deck oh on the uh, on that that bloody um, golf course if yeah. that goes wrong is he going to be your pilot no he's not going to be my pilot no I wasn't impressed with that everyone else is going oh what a guy he shows he's still a hero uh, he grasped the plane yeah, he crashed it onto a golf course. You know what I mean? I'm, not, I'm just saying. You know, it, it, I'm not it, knocking the guy, but you know, probably dropped his earring or something. Yeah, everybody's going on like, "Oh my god, he's such a hero!" Even in real life, and I'm going, "Yeah, he, what I gathered from it is he can't he can't fly a plane, <laughs> um, or, or he certainly certainly didn't check before he 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 went." I mean, come on, how did that happen? Yeah, you know. It's oh, bit... we got we got someone in the junk folder. Oh dear! Can you believe that? I always see in it. Good that I check. Yeah, yeah. Uh, David Lloyd is saying thanks for the reminder. Now trolling eBay for a complete set of the unexplained in binders. We used to pour over it in primary school in the eighties. Freaked us the hell out. Make sure you get the flexi disc with it as well. Oh with, yeah, with yeah, the, yeah, with yeah. The voices yeah. from right. the dead. Oh, we I did it. You guys talking about this? Oh, we had it on. We can had it on in the office. It's on, what, a clip on. Yeah, on the it's on pod. YouTube, so you I'll can try and put it in right now. Yeah. The first voice is that of Margarete Petrowski, who had told the experimenter during her lifetime that she did not believe in an existence after death. After her passing, the experimenter asked her how she felt in the beyond, and a voice identified as coming from Margarete answered, Bedenke, 
Ich bin. German. Imagine, I am. Again we hear Margarete Petrowski's voice. This time calling her former employer, Dr. Zenta Maurina. Zenta. But the yeah, it basically, if you had a so tape recorder and you know. put it in a field and it was these. Um, Don't say this before bedtime. I'm be no, it's not scary. If you got it one is. of these old tape recorders and it was, uh, it had a crystal sort of something in the recording, didn't it? Yeah, whatever, yeah the, like the, a crystal the mechanism. Set thing, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you had one of them, um, for some reason the vibration, the level, whatever. If you actually went and left it recording throughout the night or throughout the day. You came back the next day, and there'd be voices of dead people on it, and that's true. And I've I've seen I've heard the voices. But Nowadays, if you do it now, you get the voice of the tramps. Yeah. Well, you probably. Or they can just or, contact you or, through or Twitter. I mean, the ghosts. Yeah, this world we live in—it's just it doesn't. I, when I was a kid, it was sounds all a bit so like innocent. This. It, it was so much fun. <laughs> yeah. So would you? Um, the, the unexplained is there a, a monkey. <laughs> Is there a place for the unexplained? <laughs> I think we need to get a... Oh, gosh. Oh, what is that? Oh, it's the, the, the <laughs> elastic monkey that we've got in the office. <laughs> the that he uses a, 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 a catapult. a monkey in the car. Yeah. The, um, yeah, the, the, the thing is, I'm just saying, do you think that there's place for a new version of the unexplained? Uh, yeah, I think there could be uh, there's something... There's a lot unexplained. Because there's a lot of stuff now, isn't there? There's well, a lot more. Well, no, you just use Google. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, that these magazines are so expensive now. Like build your own Millennium Falcon part work. Oh, thing. these all them things are just they're, no. they're just crazy, aren't they? Ninety nine p for your first one, and then it's the a tenner. Yeah, uh, no, they're just crazy, aren't they? To be honest. Um, God, great. So, so I, I'm just saying, it's just some of them have been debunked. You see, since well, yeah. then, like the fairies thing, it's, it got revealed that the fairies at the bottom of the garden were just Arthur Conan Doyle playing a practical just, joke. Cause people they, who are really yeah. far away yeah. just look that small. The garden yeah. really long. It, it, yeah. it, well, they, they look at the pictures now, and they do look really fake, don't? Yeah, they? I know they do, but back then they didn't, did they? But yeah. you can imagine that they, they were they were appearing in newspapers then. Oh yeah, everyone yeah. was freaking out. Oh my God, they found him, but it was Arthur Conan Doyle having a laugh. And refers, yeah. yeah. So the guy who actually wrote Sherlock Holmes was was his idea of, for what of a better phrase, having shits and giggles was uh, getting some young kids, uh, young schoolgirls, to pretend they've seen yeah, fairies, pose with with pictures. Oh yeah, can you imagine you tree what they'd yeah. make of this? Arthur Conan Doyle would be straight in, wouldn't he? Yeah. What's this with your fairies that you've got these girls posing yeah. with? at the bottom of the garden dancing are they what are you uh, doing because he yeah. was a family friend and he got his mates I think these were his nieces weren't they yes, and he well, got them yeah. and it's like well what are you doing that for oh, Arthur we should have got some randoms people had noticed Mr Conan Doyle oh, what, what's going on little so right and get right in Sherlock Holmes and stop messing about with these Loch fairies Loch Monster's been debunked as well hasn't it so no it's not been that, debunked that famous picture really? that, that has yeah but there's lots of others oh I might go I'm going to Scotland there's lots of others Ooh. That yeah that's just one picture one picture 
The rest of them are still there. Have we got time for one last piece of news? Actual yes. news? Uh, Anything good? Go on, choose a big one. Uh, well, Jennifer Lawrence has left X-Men. No one cares what Yeah, that. but, I mean, she, she's got to, hasn't she? Because that's the last movie yep. that they're setting in that time period that she could be in because the next ones will be in the 90s or whatever and yep. she'd have Probably to be older something than that. Really good next but, you know, yeah. she's a big name. And they've not, you know, it's a way of sort of like, you know, publicising the movie again, isn't it? Uh, of course it is, yeah. That's not a good Age of Apocalypse, I don't think anyone's even aware of it. I thought I'd be quite worried about this if I were them. Yeah. Got there, you go. X Men, Age of Apocalypse, you have not got the young mystique in that one this time around. So there we go. You know what time we are actually almost out of time, so I'm afraid that that means it's time for the music which means it's time to go I've been Mike, he's been Martin and she's been Shauna and we will see you next week Listening to Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. Starburst Radio is sponsored by Fab Cafe, TV and movie theme bars in Manchester and Leeds.